Don't Call Me Girl Boss is about sharing women small business owners' real, unfiltered, and relatable business journeys in Texas and California. I am your host, Jessica Ray Buck, a small business owner myself. I interview amazing women who share exactly how they got to where they are today. I hope this encourages anyone listening to start a business or get better in the business they are in. Hello, and thank you for choosing to listen to another episode of Don't Call Me Girl Boss. If this is your first time tuning in, thank you as well. I'm your host, Jessica, and I do a little intro in the beginning of each episode to kind of just give you a rundown of what I'm doing in my business career and what's new and just kind of keep you updated. I have been talking about um, I brought on business partners, and I did finally sign that contract after going back and forth with lawyers and um it was definitely the journey and um, I had lots of changes and it was a pretty big deal for me. It was um, very stressful. I'm giving up, you know, my sunless Ray name. I have the trademark. It's, it's a lot. I'm bringing on someone into that. And the only way to get out of that is to buy them out or they buy me out. So it's, um, you know, going to cost money at this point to get out of it. So it was definitely a big decision. It is in the product side of my business only. It has nothing to do with spray tanning. And they are going to help me expand on my product side. It's going to be consumer, consumer based on Amazon, on my website, launch, launching so many different products. And I'm super, super excited um, to bring you along that journey and to also for me to be in that journey. It has barely, barely started right now. So um, the very, very beginning stages. But it's happening and I'm excited to finally be over the part where you have to think of your partner as a shitty person because that's basically what it is. When you are signing an agreement, you want to think about all the things that the other person can do to really fuck you over. So you have to get into this mindset of them being potential assholes even though they're not. So it was kind of hard to be in that for you know, two to three months of thinking all of these things and when I know they're good people or else I wouldn't be signing this contract. So very, very excited to be over that mind frame and moving forward in that damn thing sign. But um, that is good to go. And I will be sharing more of what that looks like and new products and everything soon. I did start to hire in Austin, Texas. I went back and forth between this thinking, I'll just keep raising my prices because um, I can only work so many hours because my husband works full time. And um I have my son full-time. My son does start going to daycare in June, but he's only doing two half days and then he'll come home for a nap. So, and in between those times, I have to work on my product line and my podcast. It's not like I could be spray tanning during those times. So I kind of just was like, I need to hire, like I need to bite the bullet and do it. So I'm hiring someone mobily. I've never hired someone mobile to spray tan. So I'm going through that process. I haven't found someone yet. I kind of want them to be located in Austin. I had some people interested outside of Austin, but I just think it's too far. So kind of on the drawing board with that, I want someone who's going to be with me for a while. I got really lucky with my girls in Brea, so I want to find replicas of them. So the search is on. And I am redoing the room, the spray tan room in Brea, so that's getting a whole makeover. And I did just re-sign my lease in Brea. I signed another three years. And what a, t a tip I wanted to share is, so I re-signed my contract. And when I had first signed my lease, I had to pay a big deposit because my credit wasn't as good as it is now. 
So they wanted me to resign early. And I said, okay, I will if you give me back 50% of my deposit. And they're like, okay, well, we need to see your credit report. I sent them my credit. My credit's like, wait, is, I have a really good credit now. So they gave me back 50% of my deposit where they would have normally been just holding on to that for, God, three more years. And my money would be doing nothing except making them money probably. So, I mean, it, my deposit was like six grand or something. So they gave me 50% of that back. So I'm using that money to redo the spray tan room. So I just wanted to share that with you because if you are re-signing your lease, you paid a big deposit or even not a big deposit, just try and ask them to get some money back and see what they say. The worst they can say is no, and you're not really out of anything anyway, but they could say yes, and you can get some money back. So um, doing that, hiring, product line, my son starts daycare, which is going to be a game changer. My semester of school is over next week. So it is going good. I am really excited about the guest that I have on today. I actually did train her how to spray tan. She is in California, like a city over from me. And um, I've known her for a while. We've kind of helped each other along, the ro- along our journey. She offers a lot more services than I do. And she's grown her business a lot. She has her own space. She went from a sola to her own space and is now hiring an employee. And she's really stepped up her social media game. And I just think she's a great person to follow her journey because she's literally made it happen over a course of a year. So her story goes to show you that you can really do it too if you put the time and effort in and reach out to people and have them help you. So without further ado, I will bring on our guest. She owns Sugared Soul, and she focuses on sugar waxing. Her name is Christina, and she's in Placentia, literally the city over from me. And um, she does – she's an esthetician. She does sugaring, bikini, Brazilian, spray tanning, and lash lifts, and lash extensions, and facials. So she does a lot of things. She's expanding her business right now. So without further ado, here is Christina. So how are you doing? I'm okay. How are you? I'm good. My son has been so difficult. Oh, that's how it always is when you can't, you can't ever plan too far ahead because they like to interrupt that. Well, we went to Colorado to visit my sister and so he slept with me every night and yeah. so that messed up his nap because now he wants to sleep with me in the bed to like oh. take a nap. And so he just had to like fight it. So I have kind of been giving in because I was like had a little bit of a cold. So I've been trying to sleep it off. And so today I was like, shit, like I have to record this podcast. Like you have to sleep in your room. Oh, I, I mean, to- we can do it later if you want. No, no, no. He's 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 asleep in his crib. It's all good. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, I know you have how many kids do you have? Three. You have three. How many years apart three. are they? So my oldest is 17 and then my middle is 16 and they're 15 months apart. Holy yeah. How did you do it? I don't, well, I didn't have a choice. <laughs> so you just do it. That's what I used to ask my mom. How'd you do it? Three kids. You just do it. You just oh, figure it out. And then my daughter is 12. Am I talking loud? Yeah, you're talking okay. good. Okay. Um, my daughter's 12 so she's like what four years nine months younger than my middle one so there's a big gap there yeah I know some people like to knock it out back to back and then some people like to spread it out so everyone's different yeah 
Yeah. And then where did you grow up? Did you grow up in where your location's at? No, I grew up in Orange. Okay. Yeah. And then did you, Orange. did you go to high school out there? Yeah. So I grew up in Orange and then um, went to high school, elementary school, middle school, high school, all in Orange. And then um, went to um, went to college in Orange. <laughs> okay. You went, what college did you go to? I went to um, Chapman University. Okay. What did you want to study there? Um, I Well, originally it was psychology. Okay. And then I changed it to sociology. And what so did you, it, you wanted to do when you were, got that degree? Um, social work. You did? Yeah. Yeah. And then I mean, obviously, was, obviously you're not doing that. So what happened in high school to kind of pivot that? Or in so college? I, um, so I did work um, in social work for a few years. Okay. Um, and then when I got married and um, had kids, I it's, it's a, I worked in a group home with abused and neglected kids and very mentally draining. Um, so I was stay at home mom for a while and didn't want to go back to that um, kind of work anymore. I wanted to be a mama. <laughs> How was it getting your degree? So you followed through, got your degree and then pursued a job in that field. Yeah. Um, it was, I mean, it took me a long time because I went to junior college first and then went to Chapman. So I took the long route. Um, but I probably, I do what I do now, which has nothing to do with what I, what I went to college for, which is why like, I tell my kids now, like, you don't, you don't have to have a degree unless, you know, you want to be something like, I don't know, a doctor or a lawyer yeah. You know, something where you have to have that extended education, but you know, um, but when I was growing up, everybody just went to college. So I felt like, oh, that's why I have to have to go to college. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Do, looking back, do you regret going and wish you would have just pursued what you were interested in? Um, yes and no. I mean, I like the experience because I was, you know, in a sorority and got like that college life, lived in the dorm room, mm -hmm. you know, um, more of like the social stuff I liked in college than like the actual school part. That's the what a lot of people part. say. It's really um, a good time for growth and networking. You know, you think of really big businesses, all of them met their partners in college. Yeah. Or, you know, you grow as a person, you move out of state. I think there are a lot of benefits, but not always the degree part. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I know when I think back, I'm like, gosh, if I could have been in this industry that I'm in now, back when I was in my twenties, I'm like, how far would I be now? Like how much would yeah. I have grown? But I needed to have those experience because I'm such like a what if person. Like, oh, what if I didn't go to college or what if I, you know? Yeah. And so at least I know like I did that. Um, and I learned from it. And I can just give other people and my kids, other people guidance, like, you know, think about what you what you want. And well, all of us raising our children, like I have that same mindset. And I think our generation, um, it's just going to teach our kids differently. You're a little bit older than me, but it's still the same mindset. It's like, I don't know. There's like such a big gap between my parents weren't that much into college, but I feel like traditionally they were. Yeah. So, um, yeah, it's going to be interesting to see what our kids do growing up and what they pursue. Like God knows what the world will look like, but <laughs> totally. I know. I know. They have uh, so much at their fingertips now. I swear they've mastered how to make money without doing anything. I feel. 
I know. Look, social media. I mean, it's crazy what you can do. You can literally be like, I'm going to start a business today. I'm going to start an Instagram today. And you could potentially have your first sale today. 100%. Yeah. That was not a thing. You'd have to do so many things to get that one sale before Uh you can even go live. Uh huh. But now it could be like DM me, Venmo. Okay, cool. Bye. Uh, okay, so you're a stay-at-home mom, and then how did you transition from that to wanting to go to beauty school? Okay, so I always wanted to. I always was interested in skincare. My mom was like a huge like skincare person. Like when I was a teenager, she was like, "Okay, you want to wear makeup? Well, we're gonna go make sure we take care of your skin first. And she would always take me. And I didn't even have bad skin growing up. I was, you know, pretty blessed that way. But we still went to the facials, got the facials, all the esthetician, made sure my skin was good. And then back then Clinique was like yeah. the, the best brand to have for good skin. <laughs> I still <laughs> remember so, that. I, yeah. I see the bottles and I'm like, oh, my past. <laughs> yeah. So I got the Clinique makeup and all that. And, um, and, uh, so I was always interested, interested in skincare because of my mom. Um, so then after I got married, I went to esthetician school um, and then got pregnant right before my state boards. Oh, wow. So uh-huh. you were already going to pursue it no matter what. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so I got pregnant for my state boards. And then I was like, oh, so sick. Like <laughs> I was just like the worst morning. So it was just bad. And I had to go do the state boards, went down there and, um, took the test and passed the practical the first time. And then, but I didn't pass the written. And I was just like, I, I don't know. I, you had to go and stay overnight down there. So you were there on time. And yeah, it was just a bad night before. Plus I was just like sick to my stomach. And so, yeah. So I was supposed to go back and retake just the written part and I just didn't do it and just never finished it. So then years went by and then after I had my kids, I pursued photography. Because, oh, wow. Yeah, I've dabbled in everything, girl. So I did photography because I would hire these photographers to take pictures of my kids. And I'm like, I could do that. Mm-hmm. So then I went to um, like a photography trade school and like learned photography and then started my own photography business and did like family, baby portraits, Um headshots, things like that. And did that for a while. But um, my kids were so young, like try to run your own business and three kids. It was a lot. Yeah. Um, so I did that for a few years and then just stopped. And, um, and then I worked for um, um, a photography business where they, they took like the mother baby photos in the hospital. Okay. Yeah. So I worked for somebody else that had a contract with the hospital. So I didn't have to run my own business, but I could still take pictures. Yeah. Um, so I did that for a while. And then I was like, I really want to go back always in the back of my head. I was like, I need, I want to go back and do esthetician work. Like I like that. I should just finish it. So, so many years had passed. I had to redo my hours. Mm-hmm. Um, and so then, um, I enrolled in Paul Mitchell, um, esthetician. Paul Mitchell? Mm-hmm. what made you choose that yeah. one? Um, because I'm all about like the gold star stickers. I'm like, what's the, like, I don't think there's really a best one. Cause your state boards are state boards. Like everybody has to know the same stuff, Yeah. but, um, it, you know, it had a good reputation. 
Mm -hmm. So, and at that school, like they have a clinical room. So you actually get your hands on actual um, clients. Okay. You're not just working on like fellow um, um, students. Like you get actual people that come in that will pay for your services while you're learning. So um, yeah. So um, yeah, it was a good school though. I had, I, I still have, I'm still friends with a lot of girls that I went to school with there. So I mean, it's not a ton of hours, you know, it was like four and a half months, but, um, I still maintain a few close friendships with like four, like three or four of them. So, okay. It was fun. You had a good experience there. And would you looking back, would you go back to that school or would you just do a JC? Um, that's so hard to say. It's, it, it is an expensive school, but I got such good experience. So it's like, if you, if you can afford it, yeah, I would say, yeah, go there. Um, but if you're looking just to get in, get out cheapest route, cause you want to save your money for, you know, what you're going to do afterwards, then, you know, go to the JC and yeah, they, they kind of teach you their techniques or something though. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And so they have just an esthetician department. You don't have to get your hair. Yeah, no, they have barbering cosmetology and, um, esthetician. Oh, that's awesome. I didn't know that. Mm-hmm. I thought they just did hair. Mm-mm. No, there's no way I could do that many hours for hair, but I don't want to do hair anyways. I just want to do skin. So, and then, so yeah. you go back to school and you get your esthetician license. And then what was, um, it like after that? Um, okay. So after I got my license, um, I wanted to do facials. So I was really trying to find a place that like I could do facials, but at the time it was in the spring and, um, to get in any salon, like you had to be trained in their ways of how they run, um, their facials and uh, the training wasn't working out with my schedule because I have three kids. Um, springtime's really busy for me, you know, activities and my daughter's in competition dance. And that is like the height of their competition season. So I'm like, I can't during this time. And they're like, we'll call us when you can, you know, Mm -hmm. but I needed to find a job. So, um, um, right off the bat, pretty much when you get your, your esthetician license, you're pretty much qualified to do waxing. Um, so, um, I worked at, um, um, the pretty kitty for a while oh, and okay. waxing. They and have so many locations. They even have so them in many. Austin. Yeah. Yeah. They're everywhere. Um, and it's a, you know, it's a speed waxing, pretty much all Brazilians all day long speed, speed waxing. Um, but, uh, when I was in esthetician school, we had to, um, start an Instagram page just for our skincare there they had it was like something we had to do so then when we graduated we had something already kind of set up yeah um because these businesses like they want to see like what you're doing and mm-hmm. so I saw a bunch of girls in my class follow- following um um a sugaring studio in Santa Ana um downtown sugar and so I'm like what's downtown what is this like why does everybody follow her like I need to know this and so she did sugaring instead of wax. And so I worked a pretty kitty, um, jumping forward. I worked a pretty kitty and, um, I thought it was a very aggressive way to 
to do a Brazilian. I was like, there has to be something better. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then I remembered um, downtown sugar. And so um, I looked into that, started following her and then um, booked um, a training session with her. And so to get certified in sugaring and, um, and I loved it. So I was like, oh, this is really cool. And this is something I could do while I figure out how to get back into facials too. And um, in the meantime, I was also like um, learning eyelash extensions. Like they don't teach you anything in esthetician school. They just teach you state boards and everything else is like on you, you know, you have to invest your own time and money in to after you um, get your license. So I learned the sugaring and I loved her her little spot so much that I would like just hire me. (laughs) 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 So, um, from there, so she was like, yeah, I would, but I don't have like anything full time for you right now. Like you could fill in for people. Um, um, I could let you know, like if somebody calls out sick or whatever, I call you and I'm like, okay, I'll take that. But that was like going slowly. Yeah. So then every, like, I don't know, podcast or I don't know whatever I'm listening to they say if your dream job doesn't exist like go invent it like create it so I'm like okay I'm gonna do that (laughs) (laughs) yeah so um there was a little um salon that was opening up in Newport Beach um and she was a brand new salon and she had given me an opportunity to go and like try to start growing business there because I needed a place just to build clientele Mm-hmm. Um, and you see a lot of sugaring places in, um, um, more towards the beach cities. Yeah. Um, so she, um, gave me opportunity to work there, but that didn't go like as planned. She didn't really promote her salon. It was a brand new salon and that really didn't, she didn't promote the salon too much. So I didn't get too many, too many clients there. So then, um, meanwhile, I was able to like fill in at downtown sugar and then I finally just left the one place in Newport Beach. It was just too far to drive because I live in North Orange County. So yeah. you remember when you were here, how far it is to go it's <laughs> down so to 55. Far. Oh my gosh. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Down to 55 in the middle of summer is not easy. So, um, so I left there and then finally um, downtown Sugar opened up like a, um, a full position for me. But in between that time, so when I was working at um, this little salon in, in Newport Beach, I had started Sugared Soul. Okay. And that was the one I had created. And I was like, okay, well, here, here's my little Sugared Soul. Let's see what we can do with this. And then Downtown Sugar was like, hey, we can hire you full time. But I didn't want to let go of Sugared Soul because I kind of had started it a little bit. And she was so cool. She was like, no, you can still sugar like for Sugared Soul. Just, you know, like don't poach my my clients, which I would never would. And she's like, yeah, like, that's fine. Like you're, do you want to do that on your own? That's a lot of faith for her to have. That's she not was super cool. normal yeah. people would do. Most people would be like, hell yeah. no. Yeah. No, she's definitely, her name's Anna. She's definitely like, like a girl's girl. Like she's there just to like help you get you on your way. She wants to create like get a good name for sugar, you know, come and learn from her. It was a really great way for me to like learn from her, learn the business. I'd never worked in a salon before. Like yeah. I came from social work and photography. Like I didn't have like, you know, um, 
So, you know, I had a few mess ups there and she just like, okay, well, like, let's learn from it. And, you know, she was like the, she's the best person ever you can work for, for sure. Yeah. She sounds amazing. Yeah. So in between that time, I'm working for downtown sugar. I have sugared soul. I needed to leave Newport beach. And then, um, um, an esthetician that I always got, um, spray chance from, um, um, said, oh, she had a place if I wanted to rent with her and another, um, another what esthetician. esthetician was it? What business? Um, she was independent. Her name was Lori. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, she, her, her main bulk of business was like facials, but she did like spray tans, um, mostly out of her house. Oh, okay. Like, yeah, yeah, like in her backyard, like she had like a cool little shed thing or whatever. Oh, so cool. I go to her. Yeah. Um, so she was like, Yeah, you can come like right here a couple of days a week and share because I didn't want a huge overhead, you know? Um, and so I went and I was like, Okay, I'll do that. So I, I rented from her for, I don't know, like a year, I think. And then, um, and what did and that I was, price look like? Did she give you like a huge price break? Oh yeah. It was like $200 a month or something. Oh, something okay. Oh, my <laughs> like, yeah. And so for me, just trying to, I needed a place just to build clientele, you know? Yeah. Um, and so I, I'm still working at downtown sugar, still trying to build sugar with soul. Um, so working both places and juggling my kids and their activities, you know, I was all over the place. So, um, but I, that gave me a home to start building and that was in Villa park. So closer to home. Um, and then I started building so much where people wanted to see me more than just like two days a week. Mm-hmm. And I don't want to tell people, no, like if you want to come on a Friday, I want to be able to take you on a Friday, you know? So I outgrew that place and then I moved into the Sola okay. um, location. Yeah. How was the Sola? Um, it was, it was a good like place to go temporarily. So, um, um, I mean, they covered my, um, esthetician insurance and like utilities and things like that. Um, so it was a good place to go temporarily. Um, and so I was there for two years Okay. and it was fun, like meeting other estheticians, meeting other, um, um, hair artists, um, nail techs. Um, but when COVID happened, it all, it, the, their whole like model just changed. Like you couldn't leave your doors open. Like before it was fun because you could walk around, talk to people, be social, you know, your clients had a, like a beautiful like waiting area. And after COVID, it all just changed. People couldn't come in. You had to meet your clients outside the door. They had to call you first. It got really stressful. Is it still like that to this day? Yeah, it's still like that. Wow. Yeah. So as an esthetician or even any, any service industry, your hands are busy. You're using your hands. You don't have time to keep going back and forth to your phone. Well, that, and you're not really in control of your own business anymore. It's whatever mm-hmm. rules they have, whether mm-hmm. you want to follow it or not. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I think I remember out. during COVID certain people couldn't even get to their, you couldn't even get into the building when it was yeah, you full can. lockdown. Yeah, you could, you know, they, the, the original lockdown, they even like changed the code. You couldn't even get in to get your stuff. And so then I would have to call the property manager. Hey, I want to come in and get like, I don't know, this or that. And she's like, well, I can go next Tuesday. 
Wow. So, I mean, but they froze your rent. So you didn't have to pay your rent. So that you kind of were just at their mercy. You know what I mean? Yeah, there was pros yeah. and cons to that because like I had to pay rent the entire COVID. Like I didn't get a rental break. So, right. but I could have stayed open. I had, you know, it was my discretion. So if there was totally. pros and cons to both. Yeah. yeah. It, and the PPP loan, I technically didn't have to pay rent out of my pocket because of that. Right. Yeah. Yeah, the first lockdown was crazy. And we were, all, we were all just scrambling, like, what can we do to make money? What can, you know? And you didn't yeah. know, like, is it safe to go to people's house? Like, you just didn't know. Then we were open, they opened us back up for a month before they closed us again. And at the second shutdown, I was just like, I saw um, like Phoenix salons, like, they kind of gave their, um, their renters like on your own. Like, you, you're, it's all up to you, you know? Yeah. Um, and then I saw other people like, um, like your, your place, um, where they just, yeah, I stayed was, open. I didn't yeah. shut back down. Yeah. I just, I couldn't, it was literally, I could, you could not. Yeah. That's why I was the second time around. I was just like, oh my gosh, I feel like I'm going to lose clients that to places that are open. I remember you telling know? you, you could come spray tan at my place if you needed to. <laughs> I know. I was, oh my gosh. So, uh, I was like, this isn't working. And so then up the street from me, it's like, a, it's more of like a medical suite. Like there's more like there's a dentist and chiropractor and podiatry office in there, but it's literally like a mile from my house. And, um, um, my husband found it and went in there and talked to the property, um, owner and it was less rent than I was paying at the Sola. Wow. Have my own entrance can put any like all my own signage like I have a frames like all over the place mm-hmm. um, my sign on the front of the building or my business name on the front of the building people could come and go easy parking and it was less it was bigger than the solo room and it was less rent and I was just like done so I had wow. to pay to get out of my contract with solo which I thought was so dumb because they locked me down for like I don't know five months but um I just got out of it and uh, moved over there and it was like the best decision so I'm yeah. so glad I remember you were reaching out to me like what the hell and um I feel like a lot of people do that they there's like a progression you work for someone you go to a sola and then you get like your own storefront like sola's never yeah. an end-all be-all yeah I think it's like a temporary till you find like what that bigger picture looks like for you or if you're settling down, you only want to work a couple of days a week or something, and you don't want all the other responsibility, then like you kind of in there. It's either yeah. it's a transition or an indie. <laughs> it really is. <laughs> yeah. Um. So, what made you want to go out completely on your own? So, you're at. When did you fully leave Downtown Sugar? Okay. So Downtown Sugar was a progression. I was like, oh my gosh, I'm gonna work like as much as I can. Because the only way to get good at something is to get your hands on as many people as possible. And that's what I needed because I came from a background where I hadn't touched anybody, you know, I hadn't done facials or sugaring or whatever. And I knew I just needed to like get my hands on as many people as I possibly could to perfect the, the craft. So I stayed at Downtown Sugar for a couple of years. Um, while building Sugared Soul. And I finally left there after the first shutdown. 
But oh, I was only, I had gone oh, wow, for like you were as there many for hours. A long time. Uh-huh. I had worked there for as many hours as you could to then towards the end, I was probably only working like 10 hours a week. Um, but I didn't want to leave because I loved it there. I loved working with the other estheticians. I loved working with Anna. Like I always learned something, you know? Mm-hmm. So finally I was like, I either have to make a go at Sugared Soul a hundred percent and see where I can take this or, or let it go. And, um, so I just took the leap of faith and I had talked to, to my boss and she was like, I had her full blessing. She's like, yeah, go do it. Like, you know, I said, but I can come back. Right. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Looking back, are you so glad you did that? Yes. Yeah. I didn't know. Like, oh my gosh, I went from girl. I went from when I originally started sugared soul, like one or two clients, maybe a week. Like, mm-hmm. you know, and I was like, what else can I do for you while you're here? Like, <laughs> I know you just came for a bikini, but uh, what else can we do? You know, yeah. Um, to, so one or two a week to now, like I'm so booked up like a month in advance. Like it's That's gone. Amazing. Yeah, it's gone. I couldn't even have imagined it going this well. So I'm so happy that, you know, they say slow and steady and it's true. Slow and steady. It, is does. it takes a while. Even me, like I'm still building in Brea. I'm still getting new clients. And I, what I've realized is um, since we're open back up in California, especially like a lot of people went out of business. I don't yeah. know if you've noticed that. So like, there's a lot of commercial real estate out there. I cannot like so many, like places. a lot of spray tanners, like a lot of beauty people got out of the game. So yeah. I'm getting an influx of clients that their old people aren't open anymore. Yeah. Have you noticed that too? Yeah. Yeah. No, so anyone sure, who weathered. Somebody- Anyone who weathered the storm, sorry, anyone who weathered the storm is getting all the business. Don't, yeah, no, 100%. Because I had somebody come get a spray tan the other day or call me about it. And she's like, oh, yeah, she she moved like out of state. And so I thought, you're like such a popular spray tan artist. Like everyone knows Sunless Ray. So I thought maybe (laughs) she was talking like she only wanted to go to you for spray tan. You know, sometimes they just want that person. Yeah. And so I was like, Oh, who is she? Who is she? I probably know her. Cause we know like everybody in our yeah. area and in industry. And she's like, Oh no, no, no. She, um, she just like worked for herself or something like that. So I was like, Oh, okay. That's another thing. Everyone's moving out of California. So, <laughs> Oh, I know. Yeah. yeah. So there's going to be an influx of people. So it's, you know, unfortunate, but also if you did make it through, you're going to see a lot more clients. Yeah. Yeah. What services did you, so you, you provide a lot of services now, but like, how did you grow into offering that many? And do you, why do you offer that many? Okay. Um, is it a lot? You think, (laughs) I don't know. I don't know. I'm just, I'm just a spray tanner. So to me, I'm like, oh my gosh, I can't imagine going bouncing around that much. Well, I think that's why I like having an esthetician license because you can do like pretty much everything but hair. Want. Yeah. Yeah. And I don't like to do the same. I'm not a desk job kind of person. So if I had to sit there and only do lashes all day long, like yeah. I would not. I, would I don't not know how sustain. people do it. Like my back would hurt. Oh, yeah. It does. And when I get like two or three in a row, which is like, I can't, I, I like to be able to break it up. So like yesterday I started the morning with lashes, but then did a couple sugarings and then did a facial and then ended the night with more lashes, you know? So, um, that's, what's great about that license. You can just do so much. 
Um, so I started off with, with the sugaring and that's the bulk of my business is, um, sugaring, Brazilian sugaring, particularly. And then, um, and then lashes, lash lifts. Um, I hadn't planned on doing so many lash extensions. And I even like, I listened to these business, um, other beauty business podcasters and, you know, uh, they say like, you know, keep your prices to where you want to do what you're doing. So I kept raising my prices of my <laughs> lash extensions because I didn't love it. So I'm like, I need to make sure that like, at least I'm compensating myself for it, yeah. you know? Um, and it's just like, okay, people will pay it. So I'll just keep doing it, you know, yeah. but I've learned to love it more. I've got, you know, lashes are hard. <laughs> You it's have to, it's, I it's very, could never do it. Yeah. And that's why I have to break it up. So I, but, um, I couldn't do it every day, all day. Um, it's a nice to be able to break it up, but it is fun to sit there with someone for a couple hours and get to know them and hear their stories. True. And, yeah. So what all the, what are all the services that you offer? I do sugaring. So full body sugaring, um, brows lash extensions, lash lifts, facials, and spray tanning. Yeah. Spray tanning kind of just went with the sugar. Like there's a whole business model out there where sugared and bronze, like I know. Yeah. Because you can get sugared and get spray tanned right away. Whereas waxing, you have to wait a couple of days. So it, it, it does work together, you know? Yeah. How is the spray tanning going? I saw you're going to open up another room. Yes. I opened up another room. So in the, in the, in the building that I'm in, there was like this little like conference room that, um, was probably like half the size of like the studio that I'm in. And I'm like, every time I'd walk by it to go to the bathroom, I'm like, that would be a good spray tanning room. <laughs> maybe, maybe I'll do that because I was doing it in my studio and it was just, hard. I had to make my spray tan so expensive to compensate myself for the setup, take down clean yeah. in between it's a pain in the ass and like there's no way like people are gonna be like I'm not paying that much money for a spray tan when I can go up the street and get it for like $20 less but I, ha I had to make it worth it so finally I was like okay they say what my friend told me once if you build it they will come so here we go <laughs> <laughs> so I got the I got the room the the um, property manager or owner let me have the room at like a really good price and then we went in and we painted it and I got my tent and now people are making spray tans that's awesome so, and you hired someone specifically to do that no okay well I've had I've had people ask me like um if they could but I have to wait till I have the business to hire somebody just for spray tans what I did was so a girl I went to esthetician school with um her name's Brittany. We sat right next to each other the whole four and a half months. And she, we just did, we were always partners. And then she, um, worked at a, um, a facial place, um, for a couple of years and then came to downtown sugar after she left that. Okay. Um, and then I had left downtown sugar probably a month or two after she started downtown sugar to start sugared soul. And then since then she's had three kids. So she has, um, a little six, her third kid is six weeks old. And so Holy she, moly. she left um, the sugaring studio and was like, I, I don't want to not work anymore. I need to get away at least one or two times a week. Um, 
and just do like grown-up things and like talk to grown-ups and, stuff. <laughs> yeah. and so she's like I want to build my own clientele and so she asked if she could come and like maybe one day a week just to start um, building clientele and um, so she's starting in the summer she's starting in June um, you know so what's great been- about what you're saying is you probably wouldn't have done this if Anna didn't do this for you 100 percent and it's yeah. going like Hannah's creating a trend and you're giving back. And I think that's amazing because yeah. what else would this mom do of three kids yeah. doesn't have the money, you know, she, yeah. you need that in the beginning. Yeah. I mean, she can't just go find a place to pay monthly rent when yeah. she couldn't put the time in to do that, you know? So yeah, she's going to take over Wednesdays, which is nice for the summer. Cause then I'll be with my kids on Wednesdays for sure during the summertime and She's going to try and build there and she does everything I do except for lash extensions. So, and so, so then I was training her. Oh my gosh. Side note. Oh my gosh. You're going to die. So she comes last Sunday and I'm, um, we set up, like I have a model to teach just the same way you taught me. I was like, I'm going to go in and teach her. Yeah. So I had the model to, I could spray tan so she could watch. And then she had her three models. Okay. Did it perfectly, just like you did. All different body types, like, let's go. But she had people coming from, like, Eastvale, like, far, right? Yeah. I get in there to go spray my first person. Mind you, this was a Sunday. I spray tanned on a Friday perfectly. Nothing happened. Nothing bad happened. (laughs) (laughs) Sunday rolls around. I get my model in there. She's undressed in 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 the tent, and my spray tan gun broke. Oh, shit. And I was like, I wanted to cry. And then, of course, whenever anything goes bad, I call my husband and I'm like, come fix it. (laughs) (laughs) So so we live a mile up from from my studio and he comes up there. I'm like, okay, you've got to put your clothes back on. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. And um, we're trying to fix it. And we're all just like, he's sweating. I'm sweating. I'm like, oh, my gosh, what are we going to do? And I'm thinking, thank goodness this wasn't an actual paying client. Yeah. Meanwhile, her models are showing up. It was chaos and and come to find out it was just like this little rubber piece and it had disintegrated and worked for me on Friday and then went kaput on Sunday and always in the back of my head you know they always tell you like have backups yeah I always have a backup now yep because I've had instances happen where I have like 20 clients booked and I'm like if this goes out right now I'm so screwed that like buy the extra gun yeah. It's not even worth Which is so sad because it's so much money and you're just going to look at it, sit there. But then I would have been able to train on Sunday. Had yeah. that so, so I got the pieces. Finally, they came, they came like a couple of days ago and then I got the backup gun and we're going to try it again um, in, in a week. So. Okay, good. Oh my God. Yeah. I've had my gun break mid client and it was before I was using a good gun, like back in the day. And I remember it fell apart and I asked her if she had a screwdriver and I shoved the screwdriver where the lever was and I just yeah. had it wide open and I had to just spray her like crazy. And I, was like, I was like, fuck, it was so intense. Yeah. And I remember doing that. I was like, never again am I buying this piece of shit Amazon plastic gun. Right. Yeah. Oh my gosh. It was awful. I was just, thank goodness it wasn't like trying to spray somebody before a wedding or something like that. Cause that would have been, that would have been awful. At least it was yeah. just a training day, but yeah. So how lesson. do you feel training your first like real employee? Are you like, how does that, 
Are you overwhelmed? Are you excited? Were you like stressed uh, about how I'm to even so do it? I'm so excited. Yeah. I'm so excited. And I just love her um, to pieces. And she's really good at, she's really good at facial because she worked at a really high-end facial place. So okay. I feel like I'm going to be able to learn something from her too, you know? Um, yeah. So I'm excited. It was, she's, she's a great girl to, to be doing this with. So and then I wanted to talk a little bit about like your social media and your clientele. So how, how do you think you built your clientele? Like what was the best way? Um, so in the beginning, it was just kind of word of mouth, like referrals. Um, and then I did some like Instagram, like sponsor stuff when I would like, I had to learn the Instagram game, like on my own, you know, trial and error. So, um, and then finally what really like bumped it up was, um, Yelp was, okay. was getting on Yelp. And I remember talking to you about it and Yelp and then the Google business. Yeah. And I got so I to- specifically use Google, my business now. I, I don't even use Yelp because yeah. Yelp screwed me so hard. They've hidden like yeah. 80 reviews. It makes me so mad because we work hard for those reviews. I work so hard and I've sent a text to every client, like leave a review. Like it's like manual labor. Like it doesn't seem like that much, but when you have, you know, 10, 20 clients a day, it's a lot. And it's like, yeah, it's like, I I don't understand that. And then they call me and want my money. It's like, I would have been like, screw you. Yeah. Yeah. What they told me was that, um, the algorithm, well, no, well, yeah, that too. But they said <laughs> more than just reviews, what really gets you seen is just to have people check in. So that's what I would tell people. I'm like, hey, if you don't mind, just like you found me on Yelp, just check in for me. If you yeah. have time to leave a review, like awesome. If you don't, if you just check in for me, it helps me get seen that much more. Because mm-hmm. I hate, I don't even like to go in and like, I'm lazy. I go, okay. It's a great restaurant. Like, you know what I mean? But I'll give you your five stars. I'll check in, give you five stars and you know, yeah. But, um, but yeah, once I started having people just check in when they were there and for a while, I even offered like $5 off or whatever. Um, then that that helped me get help. It helped my reviews be seen more. So yeah. And then how is your social media going? I feel like you stepped it up a lot. So what did you, how did you get to the point you're at now? Um, so I, I worked with a social media, um, what are they called? Like, I don't know. That's what they do. They're social media experts or whatever. Yeah. And, um, work, I paid to have her help me for a couple months and they just kind of learned what she did. So I pre-planned my post. I, I either create in Canva, um, take pictures of my own, um, find content that way, created a month ahead of time. So like on my computer, all, I already have like um, June's content in a folder ready to upload to Wow, you're to that later. far ahead? I have to. That's amazing. Prof. Yeah. I'm like a few days maybe ahead like a week (laughs) oh yeah no I have to I like to be able just to have it done and put it to bed um and then what I've learned is like before I was posting something new every single day like and maybe taking like a Sunday like a Saturday or Sunday not posting but I felt like that really wasn't changing anything for me and then um I saw that you know I um I would do it every other day I would have 
something in the content that I had pre-done. And then I'd fill in those days with like a reels, um, those damn reels. I know. I, I haven't really <laughs> attempted them. What I, did, what I did start thinking is I think a good way to do it. Cause I'm not a dancer. I'm not going to talk over. Like I'm just not that girl. It's not my personality. I can't, there's a certain type of girl and I love you, but it's not me. And so what I thought I was going to do is, um, you know how like people will have like a background behind them. Yeah. So I was going to start doing like bad tans and then like what I would do to fix it. So like a brown hand, you know, or like it coming off just right here, how I would get it off. So the picture of that, and then me just kind of talking really briefly of how I would fix it. That's a great idea. You totally should do that. Okay. You're the first person I've told. So (laughs) (laughs) yeah, you should totally do that. Okay. Yeah, so I know. I didn't want to like dancer or voiceover. I, yeah. I, 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 you will never see me dancing. No, uh, <laughs> you would just, it'd just be embarrassing. It wouldn't be funny. Yeah. No one would laugh. It would just be like, what is she doing? Totally. Yeah. It'd be get reposted because this girl looks dumb. Yes. <laughs> like, don't follow her. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The voiceover ones, like those, I picked very short, short ones to do. Yeah. Um, and then I always try to stick with something in, in my business realm with sugaring or lashes or I don't know, something in esthetician world or whatever, but I mean, it's true what they say. If you do the reels, like you get the followers. I know there it's yeah. because um, Instagram's pushing them. So they yeah. show up higher. So, and they stay forever. And it's true. Cause like you're st- before I just liked stories. Um, but stories go away in 24 hours and the real stick around, you know? So, mm-hmm. um, but like, and then people are like, oh, you should do TikTok, but I don't really need to do TikTok. What I need is, um, people to see me. So they remember like, oh yeah, I need to go get sugared or, oh yeah, I need to go get a lash lift yeah. or whatever. So it's not, I'm not so much, um, stuck on how many followers I have. I just want people to see me. So then they were mine. Oh yeah. I want to go to her to get sugared or I want to go to her to get a spray tan or, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Yeah. So. Mine is, I want to be known as the tan, like expert, like educator. Yeah. Like even if you don't follow me for a spray tan, you'll follow me because she'll help me with myself tan or whatever. Cause I'm yeah. gonna be getting more into the product side. So it's more than just spray tanning. So I feel like that's why I want to go the direction of like, oh, this girl, she'll tell me how to fix my bad tan that I did to myself. Or I went to a spray tanner who messed it up or I went home and messed it up. Right. Yeah. So it just depends on what you're going for. Mm-hmm. Like, I know. Yeah. I'm Cause on... I'm not more, I'm not really a product base. I'm a service base. Yeah. So reaching a ton of people isn't what I need. I just need people to like, I need to be top of mind. Like, oh yeah, I need exactly. to go over to Placentia and go do that or whatever. Yeah. But I do want to carry yourself, Tanner, because, you know, oh my gosh, you've helped me out in, in my business. And whenever I have a question, you're like, and you give it to me for free. You don't even <laughs> ask me for anything. You're like, here, just take it. You know, you're like, Anna, you're like the Anna, you know, like Aww, you just sweet. want to see other people grow. And I, I enjoy that about you and I appreciate it. But I'm like, I need to sell sell her self Tanner because I do sell like the, the moose or whatever. What moose but do I you had, sell? What's that? Which one do you sell right now? The Jolie. Okay. But th- I, here's what happened. I bought it during the first shutdown. Yeah. Okay? Everyone was because slinging moose. <laughs> I'm like, I need to sell. I feel like everyone's selling something. What freak can I sell? Like, I don't, yeah. you know what I mean? And so, um, 
uh, I was like, well, a, a, a moose, that'll be good with the mitt. And, and we'll do that. And I bought a bunch of it. Cause you know, you have to, um, when you're buying like the wholesale, you have to buy like 20,000 bottles Jolie, of you it. can private label, you know that, right? No, I didn't know that. Yeah. They'll private oh. label. Oh, wow. See, look at all this stuff you tell me. <laughs> um it's only because I've already done all the research on this so I know that uh, brand yeah. private labels yeah but I was like I need to sell out of all this and then sell Jessica's because Aww, you know I want to support you yeah so yeah I have a few bottles left and then I'm like I was gonna hit you up and see about getting your stuff in there that'd be awesome yeah I just brought yeah. on two business partners actually who are going to be like taking over the product side with me yeah they didn't buy into the spray tan side, just the products. So um, yeah, that we're going to be releasing like hopefully 10 products in like the next year. Oh, nice. I know. It's kind of crazy. Yeah. I still like him. Oh like, are you guys gosh. sure? Why? Yeah. Because they love you. That's why. Oh, you're sweet. Yeah. But um, yeah, so I'm excited about that. But enough about oh. me. But yeah, that's super exciting. Employee is like a big step and you can, so it just like what I always tell people who provide a beauty service that I think it's so important to think about is like, do you see yourself five to 10 years from now doing what you do? Like, do you want to be doing lashes? Do you want to be doing spray tanning? Like my answer is like, there's no way in hell I'm going to be 50 and doing mobile spray tans. There's just no way. Like, I'm not going to be that girl. Right. And yeah. so um, you have to start now you know, like you're doing all the things, like you have the location, you're starting to build the employee. So you can back off, but yeah. the girls who are just working from some for someone else, or haven't taken the step to get out of the sola, like what is the plan? You know, most people aren't right. going to say they want to do a service till they're 45, 50. Right. Yeah. So my plan is, okay. My, I'm not going to put a time limit on it, but <laughs> I'm thinking like nine months to a year from now, we're going to grow bigger because I am growing and in that same center that I'm at, because I'm here for a while. My kids are like in high school, my youngest one's in middle school. So I'm not going as much as I want to pick up and move to um, Oahu. It's not happening right away. Yeah. <laughs> so um, um, I'm going to stay in that center. And then um, there's an opportunity in that same center for me to, um, grow bigger where I could have three to four esthetician rooms that could be whatever or nail tag esthetician whatever and um, and a spray tan room and then a place for um, retail and check in check out like um, waiting waiting room area so um, that's like my long-term goal is to get I don't I, I'm in the process of currently getting a coaching call on that on like, do we do a commission? Do we do like a sublease thing? Things like that. Why but, yeah. do you think you need a coaching call for that? Like, why don't you just like, I'm curious of like your mindset of why you need that versus just telling yourself. Um, I just need to know the business side of it because yeah. I'm not super like business. I'm very, I'm creative, but I'm not like super big. And so I need to know the research behind like, what's worked for like, is it commission? Is it, um, is it subleasing? Um, you know, what do you look for when you let a tenant come in and do that with you? 
Are they a part of Sugared Soul or are they own entity just working inside Sugared? Like yeah. little things like that. You know what I mean? It's just so interesting because I would never think to talk to anyone. I would just do what I think and then adjust later. And so it's interesting to oh. talk to someone like you because we're so different. Yeah. Well, I can't afford to mess up too much. I mean, everything costs money, right? So if I go and get the space, I'm going to have to cover the, the, the rent on that. Mm-hmm. Um, and so with, I have two kids going, I have my, I have two kids going to be entering college in the next two years. Like oh, wow. I don't have, I don't have, I don't have like, I don't, can't just like, can't make big oops right now. Yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> I have to be very analytical about, okay, you know, what can mm-hmm. I do? What can I afford to do? What, you know, there's going to be hiccups along the way. I just can't make them, um, huge. Who did you huge choose one. to go to for coaching? Um, so I've talked to, um, I've talked to this, the, her, her, her name is Emily and she owns this business in San Luis Obispo and she has the exact like, um, storefront business that like, I would love to do here in North Orange County. So, um, I've submitted like my questions to her and we're going to set up something soon. That's but, awesome. Yeah. I wish yeah. I need to be more like you just like pick other people's brains. Cause I'm just like always stuck in my own and I'm like, I may lose a little money, but I'll just figure it out later. So I don't know. That's just how my brain works. I'm just like, go for it and figure it out. But people pick your, I pick your brain all the time, <laughs> you know? Yeah. yeah. Like right now I'm hiring for a mobile spray tanner in Austin and I've never hired a mobile spray tanner. I've only had him in salon. Right. And so it's figuring out commission, like, do I pay for their gas? Um, you know, like, what do I provide? Are they independent contractors? Do I need to have insurance? Do I need to right. do this? Do I need to do that? So it's, it's, but I would never call someone. I'm just like, oh, well, I'll just Google and figure it out. <laughs> 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 like yeah, I have, to, I'm a big question person, but I, I, you know, I, I try to find the people that like I admire and then just talk to them like you, yeah. like Anna, um, um, the, the, um, um, Casey at Glow Skin Care. I'm still um, so sad they stopped their podcast. I, I know. So, so mad about that. I, I know, loved but I they, they gave a lot of good info on there. They like, so good. So good. And they, I think they were starting to make money. Oh yeah, they had sponsorships and yeah everything, and now they're off doing their own individual ones. Um, but um, that got a lot of good information Me from too. that. They were great. They were so good. Yeah. I'm always be really hesitant to go into a podcast with another person because it is a really big commitment, and I think people don't realize it until you're like really into in it, like you know, you're starting a business and in the beginning, it's just a fun conversation. Then you're like, wait, like we're making money. Like, how does this work? Right. You're doing more work. I'm doing more work. Like, so I get it. Yeah. The yeah. audience is still sad <laughs> and we had and no, it, and we had no closure. I know we didn't. We didn't. It was all of a sudden like, there's no more. Yeah. Like, you can go back and re-listen. I know. I was like, I, I need the tea. I know. I know. We're all making our own narratives on what happened there. Yeah. <laughs> they're both so talented. So I'm sure they'll, they'll yeah. be fine. But um, yeah. I hope um, the Dear so Lash Love girl comes out with her own. Those yeah. I think she's I know. talked I... about it on her stories. I think she's really yeah. good. Yeah. No, she is. She's, um, she's really 
And if you don't know what we're talking about on the podcast, it's the Beauty Biz BFF podcast. They were two estheticians who started a podcast. It was really good. Go back and listen to it, but they don't do it anymore. So that's what we're talking yeah. about. <laughs> yeah. We're in our own world over here. But um, I know. yeah, they were great. Um, it's a shame. And then just a few more questions. So what booking system do you use and recommend? Okay. I use Vergaro now. Okay. That's what I use. Um, when I first started, I used Acuity, which I think was good. But then when I moved to Sola, Sola suggested using their, like who they recommended was Gloss Genius. Okay. And, and that was cool. Um, but then I saw some other estheticians in, in my same industry and they were using Vagaro. And I asked, I asked them because I asked everybody questions. <laughs> I asked them if they liked it and they liked it. And and it, it's more customizable than the Gloss Genius was. Okay. And so, their reporting is so amazing. You could like, I run payroll, run everything. Their reporting is amazing because I had to go through and like when I was trying to get the, 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 the PPP loan and I was like half the, during, during the shutdown, half of the shutdown, I was with Gloss Genius and then the other half I was with Vergaro and they like, could itemize everything for you. Yeah. It was, yeah, I like it a lot. Yeah. Uh, did you end up getting the PPP loan? <laughs> you better have. I got some crumbs. <laughs> really? I got the change left over from everybody else. <laughs> but you got it, right? Well, I got, I, oh yeah. I mean, I could take you out to dinner maybe and that's about it. And we're not talking really? Maestro's. We're talking like, Chick-fil-A? I don't know. Chick-fil-A. <laughs> <laughs> why did they end up giving you so little is that all they said was available okay. no here's what happened so they had to use what was it your 20 was it your 2019 tax return or the year before now remember how i told you i worked for downtown sugar and oh, i worked yeah. for sugared soul so i didn't put a hundred percent into sugared soul during mm. that tax period that they want to look at before were you an independent contractor at downtown or downtown sugar Mm. an employee yeah so then when I had to go show that there was a loss girl there wasn't a loss because when I started working for myself so there was actually a gain because when I went 100% into something from 50% I can't show a loss there was there was an actual they're like there was so somewhat of a gain you know what I mean and there's 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 nobody that I can like tell my story to like, but I lost out on potential income. I lost out, like I was growing and then I stopped because of pandemic, but they didn't care about, they didn't care about that tax period. They didn't care about my income during the actual 2020. They carried about it for the night, 2019. This is the second round you're talking about. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Did you not do the first round? I did the first round because I told I wasn't going to qualify because there was a gain. It was just, I, I dipped out of, of sugared soul working hundred percent for myself really like at the wrong time. <laughs> yeah. You know, well, it's working yeah. out now it's shitty. Um, and they did a really bad job at educating people on the PPP loan and who can qualify. And they really treated still to this day, treated beauty service providers really shitty. Like, Oh yeah. Like they, yeah. no one, none of the government has cared and it's really a shame. Yeah. Well, that's why I ended up going, Hey, I got to find a place where people can just come in and still get their services and still be safe. Even though like, we're not really supposed to be open because they're not helping me out. 
yet I still have to feed my kids and I still have to pay my utility bills. Like no, no one cares. So, mm-hmm. you know, I have to I have care because no one yeah. else does. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Well, we are through the thick of it, I think. Um, yeah. Definitely more open. And I haven't been back to California since like September of last year, but um, I think it's getting better out there, right? Yeah. I mean, things are opening again. Disneyland's open now and yeah. restaurants and my kids are back in like their activities and sports and performances and stuff. So we're getting back to normal. That's awesome. I'm so glad because last I'm like, I'm actually going to make money this year. I know. I'm not yeah. relying on the government to pay me. This is great. Yeah. God, <laughs> nightmare. They still owe me money from unemployment. Like it's like this whole, like I have to attest it or whatever it's called. Yeah. It's nightmare. Yeah. It's uh, crazy. So what, just lastly, what is like one of the biggest struggles you go through with your business and what would you tell someone who's looking to do what you do? I know those are two separate questions. Um, the biggest struggle I would have to say is just finding the balance. Yeah. Um, and then we talked about listening to beauty biz BFFs. And I think one of the biggest takeaways from them was like, you have, you can't overextend yourself. People will book with you all day, every day. Like I could work seven days a week and, and be booked, you know, but then like, I need to be able to go to my kid's basketball game because he's not going to have a junior year. Well, that's again. why you're doing and what I, you do to have that flexibility. You're yeah. Like, this is why we do it. Right. Yeah. So it's fine. Like today, like this is the first Friday I've taken off forever, but I haven't had a day off since, I don't know, like 10 days like, or 12, two weeks, something like that. Like I've just been working straight through because I know I have to take off like, um, tomorrow or Saturday for, um, my daughter's dance competition and, you know, Sunday's mother's day. So I'm like, you know what, I'm going to give myself Friday off to, um, just like work on the background stuff, like the, the content or I don't know, watch a show, sit with my dog or whatever, just (laughs) give myself a mental health day. I think so. Yeah. Finding the balance because in the beginning, you just like want to work every day, all day. You want to get, you want to, you're excited. Somebody booked for you. So you're like, yeah, I'm going to come in on a Sunday at 12 o'clock and you know, (laughs) yeah, I started out with 24 seven spray tanning. Like, I don't know if you know that, but like I did 24 seven worst mistake and best decision in my life. Someone books you at nine o'clock at night, huh? I would, I would do spray tans (laughs) at 1am. Like I'm not even kidding. (laughs) And 6 a.m. It was a joke. And then they wouldn't show up and I'd be pissed. This is just why I realized I should charge oh, a deposit. Yeah. Good days. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, it's um just finding the balance. So then like you're not so overworked where you don't love your job anymore. You know? I learned that with the photography. Somebody had warned me once, like careful making like what like your hobby is your actual job because um you might not like it anymore. <laughs> so, um, I think that's been the biggest, just being able to be, I, I love my job and I want to see everybody and I, I love what I do and I'm happy to go there every day, but then I also love my kids and my family and I want to be happy to be there every day too. So it's just finding the balance between the two. That's, um, that's been hard to like figure out how to juggle, but I think we've, we've, uh, we found it, you know, if I want a day off, I'll just give myself a day off and I mm-hmm. not have to apologize for it, you know? 
Exactly. You don't owe anything to anyone and you run your business, not your clients. Yeah. Yeah. So setting those boundaries. Definitely. Cause I definitely go, okay, I'll work till eight o'clock tonight. And then somebody's like, but I don't, I can't get there till, till eight 30. Well, then that puts me home at like, if we're doing a, a lash fill, it puts me home at nine 30, you know, and yeah. occasionally I'll do that. And then I kick myself for it. I'm like, why did I do that? Just I book know. during the hours that I'm open. It's like, not even worth the money sometimes. It's like, uh-huh. I'm going to just charge you an extra 30 bucks. And then like, okay, be there in a second. <laughs> it's like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so true. <laughs> Um, and then what would you tell someone who wants to get into the line of work you're in or wants to start their own thing? Um, well, if they don't have any experience in the industry, like I did, you go, I feel like working for somebody, um, and, you know, find the person that you think that like, you'd love to be there and just get yourself on the door. Just go ask them for a job. That's what I do. I'm like, just hire me, <laughs> like, yeah. you know, and just like learn from the people that you admire. Don't be afraid to ask questions and slow and steady is the way I think with social media, we get so caught up in, um, like, oh, we want to get to where that boss babes at, like, we want to be at that level and you've got to go through the steps. You have to do the work. You have to start with one client a week and work your way up and just like it's a marathon that's it it's a marathon you've got to like just hold on slow and steady and it'll it'll come you know before you know it you'll blink you'll be like oh my gosh what did how did all this happen and you'll pat yourself on the back for or you'll be it like out. shit I'm too booked I don't want to take this many clients and it really <laughs> does happen overnight it's like in yeah. Austin like I had to completely rebuild out here and now I'm completely booked like I'm turning down clients and I'm hiring and it's crazy. Did you find a salon? So I was talking about opening a hair salon and then I got the partners interested. And so I kind of want to see how that goes before I just dive into something else. Cause I can be home and run this business now, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And, um, I kind of want to be the go-to mobile spray tanner in Austin because people love it and people have a shit ton of money here. So it's like, why don't I just be the luxury mobile spray tanner? Right. Yeah. So I kind of want to try that and see how that yeah. goes. But then a part of me wants to open up a location to spray tan tomorrow. So <laughs> right. it really depends on the right location and just like everything kind of falling in line. I'm kind of open to anything right now. Right. I yeah. know, but people love mobile spray tan. So it's really difficult, but it's a pain in the ass. Yeah. I've it- only done like a couple of the mobiles and I'm just like, just come to me. Like, <laughs> It's, I'm sweating. Yeah. I'm like, yeah. my arms are buff now. Like yeah. I'm driving everywhere. I know we're everywhere. Everything is in Austin now. I mean, what a way to get to know, like where you just moved to, huh? You're I know like, every okay. neighborhood I like. If I ever to move into an apartment, I know what apartments I like. Like I know everything about this damn city oh now, but gosh, it's a hustle. And so yeah. I, don't, I don't even know if I can hire someone to hustle the way I do to do mobiles out here because it's a lot for me. So I don't know. I'm going to, if it doesn't work out, I'll open a location. Yeah. So just kind of winging it right now. Like I did, like I said, I wing it and figure it yeah. out. <laughs> you would be calling. But yeah, but that's the like best way. Person. Like you, you, you want to have a salon, but then you're like, you, you can't force it either. And when, when the time is right, I feel like you'll know, like yeah. now I can pull the trigger on it. Like I was going to take out a loan and do all these things. And I was like, well, if this, my product line goes, well, I don't need to take out a loan. I'll have money. And just yeah. kind of like let it flow instead of forcing something. Yeah. So I don't I'm know. Sure. 
And the bright. Uh, well, I enjoy oh, watching really you. Good. When you posted that, I was like, "Ooh, girl, I'm here for it. I'm watching well, you." Thank you. Yeah. yeah, it's exciting, and I just feel like everyone's doing good again, and it's just nice to talk to people. Versus last year, it was when I interviewed people. Just it was sad. It, it was yeah. Really, it was not fun. I know. I know. So, yeah, I'm glad you're doing good, and I'm glad you grew and got out of that sola. I'm not a fan of solas, so yeah. I just think if you're going to do it, like you're paying the same damn money, like get a store. Mm-hmm. 100%. Yeah. And sublet yeah. if you're nervous, like, yeah, it's a good, it's a good like transition. If you, you know, need something, but gosh, they charge a lot. Like I pay less where I'm at and have a bigger space. Well, that just goes to show I do too. I, you know, pay less than solas. And so you just need to find the right property. If you're listening to yeah. this, not sure what yeah. to do, it's out there. You just have to look for it or wait for it, you know? Yeah. Yeah. For sure. Well, thank you for spending your Friday. It's my yeah. afternoon. I think it's your afternoon. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's noon here or okay. one o'clock. I yeah. always get the time change messed up. I'm like, what is it's <laughs> not three o'clock there? <laughs> <laughs> um, but yes, thank you so much. Um, yeah. If you have, I'm always here to help and I love watching you grow as well. And I can't oh, wait for your so. new employee. Oh, yay. I know. It'll be fun. It's just so crazy that we started esthetician school together. And here we are. She was so funny, though, on the first day of um, school, they give you your your um, your box with all of like the things that you're going to need for for the whole semester or whatever. And they tell you if you open this, like you're responsible for it. It's like, I don't know, like four hundred dollars worth of stuff or seven. hundred. It was like a lot. It was expensive. Mm-hmm. and so you can like quit the program and like you know get your tuition back or whatever but you're responsible for all the contents once you rip this box open and I stood there just sweating I'm like oh my god I have three kids at home what if I don't finish what if something happens like what if, I don't I don't know I don't know I looked at her we had just met and she goes we got this girl and we just ripped our box open oh. and like yeah that's awesome yeah. Well, then you made the right choice going yeah. to that school. Everything's coming for full circle. Yeah. No, it was a great school. I'm even like, I do lashes now for my, um, for whom my educator was there. So she comes to me for her lashes and she, um, had taught me lashes, um, originally. And then, and then obviously taught me skincare. And then I do, um, lashes for another girl that was in my class. Like, yeah. so I still get to see them, You're you know, your, um, loan off then it's kind of like you went there to get some clients. <laughs> oh, yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah. Come see me. But it was so funny. I think that like people thought like this girl, like, what is she even doing here? Cause I would sit in the back of the classroom and like literally like be on my phone the whole time, like texting my friends, like looking at Instagram. Like, I don't even know. I was just like, I knew that I just had to know the stuff for state boards. Yeah. So I kind of just like zoned out. Cause I went, um, full time. I wanted to get in, get out, get it done. So I went full time. Um, so it was like, what is it? Like 8.30 to 4.30, Tuesday through Saturday. Wow. And with three kids. Yeah. And um, did that. And then, oh my gosh, in the middle, in the, in the middle, kind of like in the middle of doing my hours, my dad had passed away unexpectedly. Oh, 
And so then I had to take off like a few weeks just to handle all the things that go with that. And so I was, so meanwhile, I'm in the back of the class in the beginning, like on my phone, just messing around. Then I had to take off a few weeks for Cause my dad passed away. Then I come back. I was literally like the last one to graduate. I was like, <laughs> you did it. And that's all that matters. Yeah, I did it. So <laughs> and no one even cares you as long as you have that piece of paper it doesn't matter if you are the exactly. best or the worst student exactly we all get the same piece of paper at the end of the day like <laughs> yeah but um yeah I was touch and go there for a while I'm like oh my god I cannot fail at this again because the first time I did the hours and then didn't go back to finish the test yeah. and then you fast forward how many years later um when I first went to esthetician school um and then from the, from the first to the second, there was how many years my son, so I was just pregnant with my son, my first one. And then when I went back, he was 15. So 15 years later, I went back. So the esthetician world had changed, yeah. you know, so much. So, Hey, it was good because I got to learn all the new stuff and then the old stuff, you know? Well, huh. awesome. Thank you for sharing your story. I yeah, it's good to talk to you today and um, happy Mother's Day. Thanks. You too. I just love your podcast. I just want to tell you that I tell everybody Aww. go listen to her. <laughs> just like I tell them, listen to um, Beauty Biz BFS. I'm like, go listen to to um, to Don't Call Me Girl Boss, which I love the name, by the way. Oh, thank you. I love <laughs> it. Was fun. Yeah, I love it. Well, awesome. Thanks, it was girl. Talking and have a great weekend. You too. Happy Mother's Day to you. Thank you. Bye. Bye. Again, thank you for listening to Don't Call Me Girl Boss. The best way to support this podcast is by liking and subscribing and leaving us a review on iTunes and following us on Instagram at Don't Call Me Girl Boss. There is a new episode every Sunday, usually in the afternoon or at night. Thank you again for listening.